Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end, what will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. All right, my talkers. It is Thursday. One more day to the weekend and one more show till we celebrate 20 years of being on air. You guys, congratulations. An early one at that. So let's sit back and enjoy this last show before the 20th anniversary show. Well, what is going on for tomorrow? Well, We're celebrating uh, 20 years in one week, one week. tomorrow yes. from 3 to 6. Mm-hmm. And now it's I just saw the my talk said, join us tomorrow for a fun broadcast with special guests and marvelous memories. So yeah. yesterday we had a special guest. We had Absolutely. Donnie Love for the entire 5 o'clock hour. So if you missed that show, you can listen to it. Absolutely. It's posted on the to podcast. Our, it's also posted to our LoJ page there. It's the first uh, post, that just that hour. So you, can, so, you can go back. It was it. wonderful to giggle was, with him and see really him. And just like laugh about I mean we went through so things, much together. We went through so much together. There were a couple of things Grant we couldn't say on the air and we just sat in here and I'm and like, giggled. I'm gonna be my pants. <laughs> yeah. I bet. I is bet. that because Donnie is not able to be here tomorrow? Yes, so is Donnie, that why he had his special day? Which yes. he should have had a special yeah. day. With he us. was actually going to be here on Friday with us and spend the whole Friday five o'clock hour last Friday. But he's going to be out of town this weekend, so we brought yeah, him yeah. in yesterday. And of course, he gave me. He's like, "Of course, you'd be gone on the anniversary." <laughs> oh, it didn't surprise Donnie a bit. No, or anyone, or anyone. Yeah, that's yeah. true. That's but true. but tomorrow we've got a lot of great guests that you guys will love. We've got a, Rocco has put together so many great old memories and a lot of commemorative messages from people. So it's going to be a lot of fun. You're going to hear a lot of people that you've heard all over the 20 years on the show. Really? Maybe oh some God. family members too. Is George Clooney going to call oh, in? Geez. I wonder if there's going to be a little sag. Right Retrospective. There, yes, absolutely. That that is going to be brought up at some point in time. So oh, we're going to have a lot of well, fun tomorrow. Gosh, people are have been doing producing work then. Yes, it's been uh, it's been quite the week for especially Rocco. I've got to give him a hand. Yeah, he has put a lot of uh, great audio clips together that will bring a lot of great memories back for a lot of your listeners. Yeah. I'm excited. Yeah, no, Julia and I aren't going to get sick for ourselves, are we? Tomorrow. That's what I said. The show. Did- no, I, I already no. feel like I already am sick of myself right, right, over right. this. I know. We have so many guests lined up uh-huh. that. It will be hard for you guys to talk so about yourself. So we don't yourself. even have to prepare a show tomorrow. Nope. It'll be just you. I've got so many people that I'm literally going to have to make sure they don't pull a Steve. They only have a few minutes per person because we can't have them taking 10 because we've got so many people lined up. Oh, I love and you. Just, Steve. And just to remind people what a Steve is. <laughs> staying on stage too long. At Project Down and Dirty, the comedy at Mystic Lake, when I threw a shoe at him. And I encourage you to and throw so that Jason. shoe. And so did Jason. They're like, oh my gosh. And I'm like, okay. Okay. I whipped a shoe at him. <laughs> I know. It's too funny. He was on a roll. He was. You know, he was. To his credit. Mm-hmm. Oh. All right. Can I tell you a sad, sweet story? Yes, please. Okay. So okay. my my mutti, my mom, mm-hmm. had to put her, her Trixie, her poodle, 
um, down yesterday. Trixie's 11 years old. And, I mean, we had no idea. The whole time I was out there, Trixie was fine. And the last day that I was there, she seemed to be unwell. And I said, let's take her, you know, to the vet. Mm -hmm. And, um... And that was on Monday, and then I was leaving right. later that afternoon. Anyway, get, 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 diabetic, something going on, maybe a tumor in the pancreas. She was kind of swollen. Right. She was throwing up bile, oh. and she was bleeding. You know, my mom has had, as, as long as my mom has been in this great state of Washington, which I don't know how many years it is, but I know it's been 40 Okay. She's always had two or three dogs. Right. And the original dogs were Lucy and Wimpy. And we've had, you know, we've had Cookie and we've had Gigi and we've had Bella. And anyway, Trixie, my mom has had for 11 years. And she's a redhead like my mom and mm-hmm. um, a faithful companion. And, mm-hmm. and Bella's like eight, you know. And so but my mom had to put Trixie down Aww. and just so sad. And, um, you know, Bella, the other dog is going to, that's going to be a big adjustment. Mm-hmm. But my mom was really, really um, bummed out about having to do that. But she was just like, did not feel like it was the right after talking to the vet that, yes, yeah, she could spend a lot of money and maybe get right. two more months right. or three more months out of Trixie. But what kind of a... What kind of a doggy life is that? That's right. Is she going to be able to chase the bluebird in the yard? Is she going to bark at the imaginary squirrels? You know, all this stuff. Um, And so she decided to put her down. And then she was too, she was like, I can't drive to the vet, you know, to do this. Someone has to take me. So, no one's, you know, people are working. Who takes my mom to the vet? But my, um, her grandson, my nephew, the one who, probably went to 20 rehabs for heroin mm-hmm. and has been sober and clean for going on three years. This is He's all of 26 I years met old. him when he was 15 at my cabin. Yes, I know. Ago. He's really, and she was able to count on, on Nate. Isn't and that he great? came and picked her up and drove her and then came back with her and they were together. And I mean, she just, it was like, it's such a, we never thought that this day would come when we would be able to rely on this kid. Right. You know, I actually, I think he's 27 now, but you know, because right. it was 10 years of addiction. I, I know. 10 years of addiction. And hardcore. Hardcore heroin. That is, that's such a great story. And yeah, so my mom was just like, so, you know, sad on the one hand and then just like so Taken happy yeah. that her grandson your second youngest grandson yeah. you Great know story. has been able to step up to the plate yeah, participate yeah. In his, life. yeah, yeah. get his life back together and you know he he became a heroin addict because he was devastated at you know his older brother took his life mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i mean that's really where when he turned to heroin he told me he said i just wanted to forget that happened to my brother right and he was like you know, 16 when that happened. Mm-hmm. So anyway, I I was like, Mom, I'm so glad that, you know, you had him. Mm-hmm. And he's not a, not cynical at all. He really is an animal lover because, you know, he's a, he's he's a sweetheart. sweetheart. His, yeah, and, he's a sweetheart. Yeah. And whereas like, you know, I'm kind of like, you know, like, I would have been more. I don't even think I would have been the right person to go with I my mom. I don't think you would have either. You're not an animal lover, like yes, and yeah. he really is, and he really felt for her, and he was like, "I want to, you know, be there." And 
Then he stayed afterwards. Does everyone call her the Mooty? The Mooty. Well, he mm. calls her he calls her grandma, grandma or mm-hmm. Little Red. Or Little Red. Yeah, mm-hmm. Little Red. So anyway. Oh. Yeah, so here's to you, little Trixie. Anyway, it is, it is because uh, I, I see it on Facebook. Here and there, people will post, you know, that it's, they've had to put uh, their animal. And it I is just devastating. Animal. I put down two. I know, it's And then Katie, my puppy, 14 years, died last week. Ah. No, so it, there's... It is a real hole in your heart. Yeah. Yeah, that's and really what it and is. And it's, when they put him to sleep, it's the weirdest experience. Yeah. But my all of our dogs, the dogs that I had part of, mm-hmm. went quick. Yeah. When it was done, they just quit eating. They quit drinking. Their yeah. nose was no longer wet. Mm-hmm. They Tia, remember Tia died oh, on Tia. the air? Yes. She was my first black goat. She went under a tree and just died. Yeah. Well, that was tragic. We were yeah. on the air then. Yeah, I forgot I mean, yeah, about and that. Then, and then Darby... Had a tragic thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ooh. Well, your, your, your mom is being a good, responsible dog owner because she didn't, for selfish reasons, keep her dog alive. Yeah. yeah. That's the right thing And, to you know, do. she, she like she said, she goes, I have travel money that I'm not doing anything with because she did think about mm-hmm. doing the surgeries and everything. Yeah. Do, doing all of that. But, I mean, you could just tell that Trixie was hurting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She wasn't eating. I mean, so you, you, this dog never missed a meal. Let me tell you, she was a she was a sausage like uh, poodle, and just really, you know, uh, maybe on the obese poodle chart. Oh, hysterical! So you know, for hysterical. her to miss my mom's yeah. um, scrambled egg, and, you and know, really, really, the- that was a doggy treat that Trixie looked forward Aww. to every day. Anyway, all right, listen, we come back. It's her story. We can't get enough of. You know, Elvis with his last, uh, you know, hit in the UK went number one. Really, like just within the last. 10 years. Yeah, it was the intro to, remember the show Las Vegas on NBC? Yes, the a crime. little less conversation. Yes, yeah, that was such a good show. Loved it with uh, our James Kahn. Uh, yeah, James Kahn and then our guy from, well, Minnesota Vikings fan, but from the Dakota. Josh Dumel. Josh Dumel was in it. Dumel, we love Josh Dumel. <laughs> that was a great I'll show. never forget when Lori saw him at a Timberwolves game. Oh my God. I like never I watched most, one more second the of the game. Beautiful <laughs> man in the world and then I just kept looking at him. Yeah, Casey kept going, the game is over here and I'm like, <laughs> I've got my binoculars trained nowhere near the game <laughs> he was courtside but still so i saw the ball when it went in front of josh yeah you did <laughs> so okay so i was i've been waiting where when is the austin butler when are all these talk austin shows austin, austin butler yeah he's playing elvis and it's literally a star is born moment i'm convinced of it that as a whole new group of people get love for elvis that maybe didn't have it like I have it, Julia, like my family has it, many other Elvis fans have. You've grown to get it. But I'm like, when is he gonna start showing up on shows? What does he show up on? Jimmy Jimmy Fallon. Fallon. And he's a big fan of Jimmy Fallon, apparently. And um I mean, he's done a lot of like entertainment tonight. He sat down, he's done a lot because they did stuff from can. So we've done yes. these group things. Yes. And we know that Austin Butler is talking like Elvis. Okay. You know, cause I don't know that he had this Southern drawl when he was, um, Skyler on the carry diaries exactly. on the CW. Exactly. Um, I don't know really. I can't remember cause it's been so long since we've seen him in anything. So he sits down with Jimmy uh, Fallon, and I think the first cut we have is him talking about auditioning for the role of Elvis. Okay. okay. When you knew that you were there's an audition for Elvis, and you're like, I'm close to it, did you get nervous? Did you always know Elvis? <laughs> yeah. You did. Yeah, it's terrifying. I mean, but it's that thing where 
It's, uh, I mean, it's the biggest responsibility I've ever felt. You feel such a responsibility to him, to his family, to all the people around the world who love him so much. And Mm -hmm. uh, so it's terrifying. But it's also the thing where, as an actor, like the actors that I always looked up to when I was a kid, my dad always had Turner Classic Movies in the house. Oh, yeah. And so Raging Bull and and East of Eden and On the Waterfront and all those... So it's always like, what, what did they do? And so it's always been about the challenge. So I just, I, I lent into that as much as I could. But then once you got cast as Elvis, do you go like, okay, now I got the gig. Now it's really hard. I really got to get to work. Yeah, like, yeah, I got you that. feel like you're about to climb Mount Everest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it really is. And you, yeah. you did it perfectly. Oh, I, can't, you. I can't even tell you. You didn't do too much. It wasn't too little. Wait till you see this <laughs> performance. I'm telling you, buddy, it was a knockout. He is leaning into his Oscar campaign already. Do you know what I'm saying? I mean, all of this stuff just is so good. Also to acknowledge, you know, it's it's nice that he acknowledges that this is could have been an impossible task. Absolutely. You know, to play Elvis Presley, Baz Luhrmann. You know, I mean, there were a lot of people that wanted this uh, part. So so I like that he... He he's given all this thought, but he is really giving thought into his, um, you know, the legacy. Yes, and paying attention to what he's saying, you know, where he could see his career going. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Name dropping on the waterfront, east of Eden. I mean, this is just like as a as you know, just I'm I'm sure that there's no real big PR strategy behind this wink wink. Oh, wink wink. It just sure. delights me. It's so it's so it feels organic and effortless, which I really like. So okay, then then he talked about Jimmy Fallon and I've heard Lori, I think it feels so organic and effortless. Yeah. I'm telling you, yeah. it wouldn't matter what he said. No, he I would know. just still be cuckoo. But but still all the same, I appreciate the organic and effortlessness yes. of the approach that yes. he's doing. It's it's it's, it's different. It, it's, it's so different. good. It's yep. so good. And so and and I know Jason had said this on his TV show when he was supposed to not talk about the Elvis mm-hmm. show, right. the movie, and um but the one thing he said was, he says, I didn't realize until this movie that Alvis had like three different distinct speaking voices. Either did I. Yeah. And he's just something he said you'll pick up on when you see the movie. So here's Austin Butler demonstrating to Jimmy Fallon how Alvis's voice changed through the years. Oh, okay. I mean, for one thing, you, you, you listen to Elvis speak, and there's these amazing archives out there of every interview he ever gave. And that was the first thing that hit me was, it's not just one voice of Elvis. His voice changed so much over the years. And so it's, it's that thing of... Could, uh, you, could you give us an example? <laughs> or, I'm sorry to put you on the spot. Myself, I wasn't going to do it. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night, ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end, what will I become? Senwa Saga, Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Here we go. Okay. All right. So, I mean, I haven't done this at all. And it's been a long time, so take it easy on the internet. But uh, <laughs> I, I uh, all right, so like, like an example is uh, when he was 19 and he goes on the Louisiana Hayride. It's, it's 1954. And his voice, you know, he's nervous. His voice at that time, you speak a lot faster when you're nervous. And, and also he was young. And so his voice at that point was like, uh, 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 well, I like to say how happy you are to be down here. It's a real honor for us to be get a chance to appear on Louisiana Hayride. Yeah, it's like that. Yeah. Oh, oh my God! Very so good. good. Uh, Very good. And then, like a couple of years later, he's 21. It's 1956, and he honestly, this one I thought of earlier because it's how I feel right now. It's that thing where you're not sleeping at night, you're just buzzing. I can't believe, I, just, I gotta take a second. I'm on Jimmy Fallon talking about playing Elvis Presley. Like, you might hear it. Pinch me moment, big time. I, uh, I just blows my mind. I really, I, I, like, I just, uh, yeah, so at this point, so he's 21, and at that point, he's more like, uh, he says, because uh, uh, he's asked, what, what are you thinking about at night? And he says, well, uh, I, I, everything's happened to me so fast in the last year and a half till uh, I, I'm all mixed up, you know. I mean, I, I can't keep up with everything that's happening. Yeah. Is that so is that. Yeah. A little bit of a stutter uh, thing. Mm-hmm. Almost mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. like a juxtaposition, like we could fast forward to 72. Like there's this great interview in 72 and one of the first things he says is, uh, um, uh, well, because at this point his voice goes more forward into his face, you know. And so then he's like, uh, uh, well, uh, uh, you know, I, I, well, he just came out of here from Memphis and uh, I, that, that sort of thing. So just a little just bit uh, slower, slower thing or whatever. I, but anyway, I am. It's, it's so exciting. Lori. It's so exciting because he is like the whole world's going to know who Austin Butler is after this. So he's oh, yeah. having a star is born moment, too. He, he really is. He playing Elvis, which oh, I couldn't. And then he gets up. We posted this. OK, for you guys. He, he's like, Jimmy said, can you teach me an Elvis dance move? And one of the things, you know, and you learn this if you ever go to Tupelo and you see his childhood home and you see the little church that he went to, is that, um, you know, going to Baptist gospel services. I mean, people are singing yes. and feeling the music yes. and feeling the spirit. And Elvis, always, he felt it early and he his body would just start shaking and rolling. And he was never choreographed, okay? Elvis did not... He learned taekwondo and karate, and he got the jumpsuits, and he'd do some of those moves. But everything he did when he first started, that was that was effortless and organic. Oh, Elvis's part. Gosh, Lori. The way he moved anyway, his hips. Anyway, you got to check it's, out it's, Austin it's, Butler teaching uh, how to do the slide, you know, shimmy, shake, yeah. hip thing, triangle, whirl that Elvis could do with his pelvis. Oh, you're amazing. So exciting. Stay with us. Steph Hansen is stopping by to give us updates on what's what's shaking around the Twin Cities. Um, This is Lori and Julia on My Talk 1071, streaming live everywhere. Stone Arch Festival is coming up this weekend. Let's hear about it. That's what we're hearing about. 
Stephanie, we played Dan Israel because You're you here. are in charge of I love things it. at the Stone Arch Festival. Well, I'm part of the group that's putting it on. So and that's pretty much in charge. Yeah. 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 And it's like last year we literally had six weeks where like things started to open up and then we had six weeks to finish what we didn't even know could happen. Right. So it was so great just to have it. And this year we're like getting our groove back, like yeah. getting back. We have 235 artists. Woo! Yeah. And it's a juried show. So this is a little different because it's finer art. Yes. Yes. Yet we try I, to have all price points. Yeah. I have not been to an art festival. Oh, I in love, years. The, the, in I, years. I, one year I, that uh, like in the last eight years, I couldn't go to grandma's for some reason. And I went to the Stone Arch Festival and it was so much fun. And I was so impressed with the art and the music. And I'm bummed they always do it coincide. Collide. Yeah. yeah, It's always Father's Day weekend because it's just an excellent, excellent art festival. And the setting. Yeah, and it's it's okay. In years past, for twenty five years, it was on the main street side of the Stone Arch Bridge. Okay. This year and last year, we've moved. We're now on the west side. So oh. if you think of the North Loop, right. we're on West River Parkway. We go all the way. It starts down near the Guthrie with okay. a vintage and vinyl market. Oh my god! Two giant tents of vinyl and vintage clothes. Then there's oh, a black whoa. market, which is new this year. A, what? a black market. Oh, cool. So African American folks, people yeah. that are black, and okay. people. Of color can yeah. uh, exhibit there. Then we start with the festival. There's 65 vintage cars for the car show. Sweet. There is 235 artist booths. I'm actually like trip trap, trip trap. I'm under the Hennepin Avenue Bridge. You are? <laughs> yes. And I have the culinary artists. So these are people that are making Minnesota packaged goods. So like things like honey and maple syrup, we've got a lot of cool drink mixes. Artisan salt. Yes. Uh, Spices. And Summer Lakes Beverage will be there with Mm. their different mixes. Love. Spinning wild cotton candy. Is this festival free? Yes, it It is is. free. Yeah, that's amazing. And most everything is free. So it's free to see all the music. It's free to come and walk through and meet all the vendors. It's free to to look at the art. UCARE is doing a kids area and they've got like a... A twelve-person bike that you can sit on and take that's pictures with. Ad. Yeah, we, it's yeah. really we, cute. We advertise for you, Carrie. You know, and I just that's so. Cute. I love that bike. Yeah, it's super it's, cute. There's the you know whole kids area where you can make a Father's Day card for your kids. That's in Mill Ruins, which is near Mill City. Yeah. Yes. Um, there will be a yoga class on Saturday morning People at Mill that. City. We're also um, I don't know if you know this or not because I've learned a lot about the Native American situation with the Stone Arch Bridge and that it's on a lot of native land. Yeah. So we're working with the Sioux Chef and Awamni and they're going to be oh, open. They just won the big award. They did. I they won it. the James Beard Award. And you guys. Tell he, people about that real quick. So fast. that's like the Academy Awards of Food. And he won, Sean Sherman and his partner, business partner, Dana Thomas, won for, I think it's Thompson. She won and they won for the Sioux Chef restaurant, best restaurant. Mm-hmm. And nobody is doing anything like them in the country they are making all of their food with real indigenous ingredients. So no ingredients that were not available at the time of the Native Americans colonizing America. Yeah. Uh-huh. So no no fake sugars, no um, flour even. Like everything is corn-based, um, bison, you know, things wow. you would hunt and gather. Yeah, wow. Oh so my it's, gosh. it's a menu that you'd think would be super hard to execute, but they just do it beautifully. And they won oh, the big, fun. they won they the did. Oscar. Yes, that was cool. They did win. That was and, cool. 
as soon as they were nominated, I was like, you know, this is unique enough mm-hmm. that nobody else is doing this. That's something to recognize. Right. Mm-hmm. And Sean Sherman had won other awards. He wrote a cookbook. He's a pretty interesting guy. And I'm just so happy they're on the riverfront in that space. Like yes. you look over and you know all this historic mm-hmm. history that was in the Mill City, in the Stone Arch area, yeah. in the time of trappers and hunters. Right. And the, yeah. It's all and, right there. And the Native people did. They wanted to let you live close to a river. Yeah, absolutely. You know, that would be the you know the prime place of course yeah. what about like where's all the music stages there's stuff? two of them this okay. year so there's the city's 97 stage which is closer to the hennepin avenue bridge okay. and then the other stage is on the opposite side closer to uh the mill city mill so are runs. they blocking off west river road oh yes it okay. is blocked off from 11th avenue south to 4th avenue north yeah. it is it is it's like a, big, a mile and a half. Yeah, wow. it's nice. It's I would a ride very large festival there. area. That's that would be my tip. Yeah, it, riding bikes is great. We have bikes set up. It's also it's pretty convenient to Lyft or to Uber. Yeah, or, there's buses that go right by there. There's tons of parking, parking on both is, sides yeah. of the yeah. river because you're yeah. right outside of downtown Minneapolis. Yeah. All right, name drop some of the music besides Dan Israel and okay. you know Katie Vernon, our girl Katie. Yes. How about so Faith Boblet? Yes. Okay, the Violent Nines. Uh, also, Mary Bew yes. and John Swartzen, Mother Banjo, Andy Ulseth, Matt Jennings, Leslie Ridge, Courtney Yasmina. There's also a dance stage this year, which Fine. is being programmed. That's, do you know where the Lock and Dam is? Yes. So they closed the Lock and Dams and they have like tours that you can do in there. So oh. that'll be open. So you can check that out. But they're also doing these cool dance performances right out on that pier. Sweet. How yeah. Cool so is super that? cool. You know, and it's and free. It is totally free. So is it Friday, Saturday, Sunday, or just Saturday, Sunday? It is Sunday? Saturday, Sunday, 10 to 7 Saturday, 10 to 5 Sunday. Well, those are my kind of yes, hours. Yes, exactly. You can Julia. listen to live music and get home in time to... And just like great food and fun yeah. and... Yeah, I don't know. Food booths. Yeah, what kind of food? Well, like everything. Yeah. I mean, there's two separate food courts. Um, there's everything. There's lemonade. There's Nicolette's macaroons will be there. Mm-hmm. There's paella. There's also this cool guy, and I think his name is Andrew, and he makes these murals with spray paint on saran wrap. So he like wraps all this saran wrap area, so he gets a huge canvas, and then he just starts painting with um, spray paint. Yeah, and like last year he did it. It's so cool how he does it. Last year he did like this giant fish. It was really cool. There's also like people ask if you can bring your dogs. You can. Yep. Oh. Well-behaved dogs are ideal because mm-hmm. every year there's like one that's causing a stir. Yeah. And um, if it barks, please. Yeah. yeah. And there's the the nice thing about this side of the river, too. It's very there's a lot of shade. Yes. There's there a is. ton of mature trees over there. So even though it's going to be hot, there'll be misters. There'll be tons of places to yeah. get water. It's just I don't know. I have been involved with this festival since our friend Isla Hirischer started it. Years ago, when I worked at City Pages, it's just terrific. How it's just like this because it's the prettiest. Right. It's so pretty, and it's just like this giant art festival in the middle of a working city where yeah. people live and work mm-hmm. and breathe, and yet you can come together with all of this cool stuff. Yeah, I still think that's really, really neat. Yeah, I do. And too. it's West River Road is so beautiful. Yeah, yeah. it it's is so beautiful, and all the people that you know, the condominium folks that mm-hmm. live over there, oh, and the North Loopers. It. You know, it's it's a lot for them yep. because they get inconvenienced because yep. oh. we're literally taking up their yeah. parking entrances but yeah. everybody kind of gets together and I always feel I always say and I said this when I filled in on your show when Minneapolis is great it's, it's great. fantastic yeah. 
you know, like you just get that feeling in your heart of, oh, this is great. And a lot of people have asked like about safety. It's a super it's a super long site, but it is a, a site that you have a clear entrance and a clear exit. And we've been doing this a long time. Yeah, yeah. Yep. There is security on the grounds. Right. And I feel like it's going to be super fun. Yeah, I wish I, I, wish I could be in I two places it. at once, I Stephanie. I, you guys, if you can't, I get it. But just mark your calendars for next year. And we also do Duluth, the same group. We do the um, Art and Bayfront Park. And that when will be that? August 18th. No, August 19th and 20th okay. is the yeah. Because that is the other perfect place for a oh, festival. I mean, that Those one. Those are the two places. Yeah. You're at the two places, Stephanie. And a lot of the Twin Cities artists come up for that, which for is new big, yeah. since we started owning both. So yeah. you God get... bless Lois Pellucci in giving the city of Duluth a million dollars to build that. That Art and Bayfront Park beautiful. Amphitheater. Yeah, because it, it made Crazy, the amphitheater. Mm-hmm. It used to just be a big dusty bowl. And as like someone that produces events, you know, the power is great. The parking, the site, like everything about that place uh-huh. is so easy to put a festival on. This one's hard. I mean, we are like in the middle of a this, working city. Yeah. Okay. So got let the me river. ask. So here you are. You're producing like this big show. What? Yep. What's your stress level like during the event? <laughs> well, well, Julia. Actually, it's the walkie-talkie. Yes. Yes. Okay. It is not the during the event. It is the moving in and the moving out oh, because. Okay. You're moving in 400 people, their art, their food, their mm-hmm. their crafts, everything they're moving in, and everyone's doing it at yeah. the same time. Yeah. So yeah. you have a limited time to get it accomplished. I would never want this job. I oh, couldn't really handle it. The minutia of it already. You lay in bed and you oh, think, yeah. like, oh, is God. this truck going to be able to make it past this? You could produce the Academy Awards, Stephanie. Oh, you oh, could do an award show. Sure. Now, wait a minute. I love... <laughs> This is why she's so good for Diego. She's very, uh, she's very helpful. No, it's, it's just fun. And I only have to do the 37 of my vendors. Right. Yeah. I do help assist Sarah on some of the other stuff. Yeah. But But it's big. It's so fun. Yeah, it is. It's a big festival, but it's great. I'm, I feel I get a real sense of civic pride that I can be involved in it. And for these makers, you know, they're working so hard to make their products right. and then they have to haul them all there and, and then they, they have to stand for two for days. Like, basically, you know, I mean, there's been people, people, a lot of people went out of business yes, during the people, coronavirus right. pandemic. Yeah. It lasted a long time. Yep. But I will say we also have a lot of BIPOC folks and yep. new folks that new have people. entered yeah. the market that mm-hmm. lost their jobs. Yeah. Like one of the gals, she lost her job. She was a teacher and she started a beverage company and she's making these beverage syrups that are fantastic. Oh my gosh. So, Wait, are yeah. they called Schwapps or what are they called? No. no. Schwapps for the no, old beverage. No, yeah. no. what's um, the name of that thing? There's Mixly. No, but what's the name of that thing you tell me to bring as a gift? Shrubs. Oh, shrubs. shrubs. <laughs> no, Julia, but Sheriff <laughs> Shrubs will be there. Alex Weber and he's got fantastic shrubs Schwapps? too. He has I don't a blueberry. Even know what you guys are talking oh, no. about. Vinegar, don't get- fruit, Based drinks that you can make mocktails or cocktails. I've made them for you at the yes, cabin. Yes, I love anything I, yeah. you make for me. I, I do. I mean, but I'm like, what's shrub, 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 shrub. But I never need to know what's involved in it. In exactly. a shrub. Yeah. Well, happy 20th it's anniversary, girls. Thank, Thank you, Stephanie. Thank you so I, much. Someday we will tell the listeners about the story of how you got it your job. It was you. We already tell. I always say it. <laughs> Stephanie Hansen. Our Stephanie, you have to call. Worked at KS ninety five and said, "I hear they're starting an all women's talk station. You have to call mm-hmm. Ginny." Yeah, and we, I did, and, and we were like, and I'm like, "Yeah, Julia, didn't you work there? Don't you know somebody?" Yeah, and then you guys called me after you got mm-hmm. the job, and you were like, "Well, 
we got the job, but not morning drive. Like, they're going to put us on in the afternoons. And I was like, you just got a job in afternoon drive on Paul, on commercial radio, and you're acting like it's a nothing. Yeah. And you've never done this before. With no experience. Yeah. Like, and hello. And I was like, oh, that Jenny, I knew she saw it. Yeah, oh God. Yeah, but seriously, I forgot that we said that. Yeah, yeah. you were both like mildly disappointed in the Not beginning. Not me. I wouldn't have been disappointed in morning. That had to have been Julia. Oh. I just that thought it was so funny. I wanted it for my kids. So that's I could be right. After school. That's right. That's well, right. and that is, I mean, to be mm-hmm. fair, I worked with you and I have a kid that's not yeah. uh, dissimilar in age. And that was a hardship to never be home for you for yeah. the kids. Yeah. yeah. I get that. Yeah. Lori, it was a hardship for you to have to reschedule your blowouts to be yeah. earlier in the week. <laughs> for me to go in the morning. I understand. You are a woman of a certain leisure. I've got appointments. Yes. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. You do. <laughs> yeah. All right, listen, we got to go. Yeah, thank it you. was great. Stone Arch Where Bridge do we go Festival. for info on the oh, Stone Arch? StoneArchBridgeFestival.com. And you can also find us on Instagram at StoneArch underscore Festival. It's it's gonna be great, and if you come, I'll be under the Hunter Avenue Bridge going trip trap trip trap trip trap trip trap. Did you ever read that book to your kids yeah. about the three Billy Goats? Yeah. That'll be me. This yeah, minus the chin hair. Hopefully, <laughs> I may have to shave it first. Well, let me just examine during the break. We'll be right back. Single ladies dance for Project Down and Dirty. Which one was it that we Rock did? Rockstar. Was it Rockstar? Yeah. yeah. Oh God. That At, was the fun. Oh, At the myth. Oh Grant. At the none myth. of us At knew how myth. to do it. I'm watching the video of the dance right now and just imagining you guys. Oh, it was Donna's. It was Donna's first project down in Dirty, and and she doesn't like to get up and perform. Right, right. <laughs> and then she has to learn this dance. Yeah, no. Colleen was, knew it. Colleen already a dancer. knew it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Holly, yeah. I think got I it. Knew, I we knew a couple of the key parts. This, oh. We knew. Put but a ring we on it. That's the it. Gwen Verdon. Um, uh, single ladies, which Beyonce was paying homage to in her video because she dances like Gwen Verdon, and we ended up then seeing Fosse Verdon all yes. those years later. <laughs> but we were kind of like, I remember when we discovered, we were like, oh, oh we learned about the name Gwen Verdon because we, Beyonce did single ladies, yeah, and that uh, the choreography was so iconic. And then, anyway, Lemonade, blah blah blah, she's the. She announced a new album yesterday, Julia, and the internet lost its damn mind, okay? The Beehive. The we beehive. haven't talked about the Beehive in a while. The, the hotly anticipated news was shared in a tweet by Tidal, which, of course, Jay-Z, her husband, helped put on the map in 2015. And um, I really wonder, it just does says anyone Beyonce stream? Renaissance July 29th. Now, there we go. Beyonce has not had a full. I don't count the Lion King as a full no. length album. So, so Lemonade, which was 2016, mm-hmm. and um, she's been working. I mean, you know, I bet she's. I bet it's going to be 16 tracks. That's a lot. It is, and um, so it's a full length album, and she's got a lot to say. She did tell Harper's Bazaar that new music was on the way, and she said then. I feel a renaissance emerging. So that was when she was on the cover Mm -hmm. of Harper's a few months ago. Mm -hmm. So the renaissance and then um, all of her social media 
Uh, she looks completely different in the photo. Yeah. That we saw. Complete. She can transform herself oh, into so many different looks. Mm-hmm. She's genius. Yeah, she told Harper's Magazine when she dropped the Renaissance name a few months ago, she said, with all the isolation and injustice over the past year, I think we're all ready to escape, travel, love, and laugh again. I feel a renaissance emerging. I want to be part of nurturing that escape in any way possible. And, of course, one of the ways that people escape and take care of themselves is through music. Mm-hmm. You know, dancing, mm-hmm. listening if to you, great music. Yeah. And... um and you know, if you tap your foot while you're listening to music, it's even better it, for you. It feels even better. But you know what this means. Just Concert tour. Hopefully. Yeah. Hopefully we get a concert tour, but it also means... Um, what? Well... It's, it's going to be released untitled that no one's going to listen no, to. And we're going to no, wait for a no, month. No, no, what? no, What? Grammy battle with Adele and Beyonce will win. I'm just going to say it already oh, yeah. because... Uh, 33, whatever the hell that album was, basically <laughs> bombed, and she never rescheduled her concert. How is that possible, so, Stel? But, but by releasing July 28th, I'm just saying, you know, mm-hmm. that that'll be a Grammy now, battle for best album. But 33, maybe it won't even get nominated. Mm. Just just because it's Adele doesn't mean it should be nominated. Right but there. Beyonce, I feel like she's she has been working and writing. And right? I mean, imagine your husband who... You had this idealistic view of, and then you guys went through some stuff, and you got it back together, and you're even more in love and more committed. Mm-hmm. And but he's also a musical genius, mm-hmm. so he can help produce, produce, vibe, you yep. know, play out. Like how fun that must be mm-hmm. as a you know partnership. And then to, in the last to two, collaborate creatively, to collaborate. I bet they really. That's and in cool. the last two years, you either found out that the person you were with, you really liked them, or you didn't. Mm-hmm. You know, and they seem very strong mm-hmm. to me. Mm-hmm. So I just I'm I'm and the cutest picture ever was um, of Jay Z with Blue Ivy sitting oh, courtside at the basketball game. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Oh my God, she okay now. She's that, grown up already. She's ten. She's turned. See, something <clears throat> happens when you turn double digits. She had lip gloss on. That's right. You get. I saw lip gloss. That's right, Julia. But I'm thinking. I remember wearing Bonnie Bell. Bonnie Bell lip smack. Probably in fifth fifth grade. grade. That's ten. Fifth grade. Yeah. Yeah. Fifth grade. I remember. Yeah. Oh my god. Oh, we we would just smear it on, and we would do it again, and do it again. Yeah. Do it again. It felt so good. You know, Orange Crush, Dr. Pepper. I mean, I remember I the Dr. Like the watermelon. I like the Dr. Pepper because it would give you a little tint of red, and it would. Yeah. I'd always. It smelled so good. I'd wanted to lick it and wished it tasted like Dr. Pepper because I'm sure we weren't allowed it because it had sugar in it. Well, Julia, my mom never lets yeah, that. Yeah, you had a. You had. And a, we had Fresca though. Yeah, we I had know. Fresca and Tam. We you had saccharin. I don't ever. <laughs> I never once did anyone talk to me about sugar in my childhood, mm. and my mom knew. Like we took all of any money that we got, and we would buy candy and pop with it, and she never, ever gave us any. It was okay. Yeah, we never yeah. got in trouble for it as long as it was our money. Yeah, you earned it. And I loved pairing like a Butterfinger with an Orange Crush. Oh, that was such a good combination. The Butterfinger, and then a root beer like with a Heath Bar, <laughs> or an O Henry, or a I Reese's. hate O Henrys. That is like or a Reese's. You know, oh. the root beer and the peanut butter and chocolate, all that swirling together. That was a good one. Did you ever over in Japan? Did you ever have like that salty sweet candy? Yes. Yeah. Oh my god, that's yeah. the best. Yeah, my my roommate's Japanese buddy's from Hawaii, and he would his mom would send him that 
in college Candy, to, yeah. all the time, and he'd give it to me. God, that was good it's stuff. So good. It was like a and weird Japanese combo. Japanese gum is the best. Yeah, it was you know? really good. Really good. Stuff. And then Lori introduced me to the pokey stick before they went mainstream. Oh yeah, I love them. I love We have. I love the pokies, and they're still a very good little mm-hmm. snack. They are. You know, they are. We used to satisfying. okay our snacks and the double wide since we used to have the olive oil, um, rose rosemary breadsticks. Remember. Yeah. And the pokey stick. Oh, Remember yeah. the breadsticks, Lori? Remember bread our sticks. craze? Oh, jeez. <laughs> that phase went on for a couple years. Yeah, it did. We would get hungry at four. We weren't we... eating as late as we are now. We've evolved. <laughs> we were always we hungry. realized that three to six is a long time without food, so eat late. Yes. yes All right, we'll be back. This is, um, we're All giving away. Beyonce.